Real Italian flavors are fresh, authentic, and never come in a bag. Like Carando Premium Meatballs. Our savored meatballs are made from 100% pork and blended with zest Italian herbs, spices, and cheeses, delivering that perfect balance of fresh flavor you crave. From mozzarella rustica to cheesy abruzzese to spicy Sicilian, you'll find Carando meatballs in the refrigerated meat section of your grocer. Carando. Life is delicious. Savor it. For recipes and more, visit carando.com. The Big Bark. Listen up, dog owners. It's for you, all you canine lovers. It's your favorite podcast, The Big Bark, with your host, Dara Burke, and canine co-hosts, Bruno and Millie. The Big Bark. Hello and happy Easter. A big welcome to The Big Bark, to our Easter special. And you're probably wondering, this guy was only on the air a few days ago. Who in God's name let him back on the air again? And like I'm asking myself that same question too. But I decided that since I didn't get a guest fee on Thursday, I was going to do a little Easter special. And today, well, we have a few things coming up today. So obviously, first of all, I'm joined by my canine co-host Bruno Milley. I'm Daryl Burke, and. You're very welcome to the show. I did that completely backwards, but you know what? That's that's grand. I don't I, I don't really mind. It happens. And sure look, isn't it grand to do things backwards every now and again? But you're very welcome to the show tonight. And like I said, it's our Easter special. It's Easter is the day of giving chocolate. And we talked a good bit about this on our show on Thursday. And how bad chocolate is for dogs. And we were chatting about the column that Pete Wedderburn had in the Irish Examiner on that. Got a few questions back on that. So I wanted to bring in an expert to properly chat and take some of the questions. And, well, just like chat about what could happen if your dog ingests chocolate. And... Not just chocolate, but like we all have our roast dinners uh, on Easter Sunday. Lots of people have that lovely uh, like a lamb. Others have a roast chicken, like myself. But then you have all the side dishes like the stuffing, the like the Yorkshire buns, and everything kind of in between. So wanted to bring in the next bus for that, and that's what's coming up a small bit later on. We have Ashley Bugler from Treaty Vets here in Limerick joining us a bit later on and we're really, really looking forward to hearing the advice of Treaty Vets on this. They're a great friend of the show. Uh, we've had John on in the past and we hope to do a lot more with Treaty Vets uh, as we move forward. So, what else is coming up on the show today? I feel like I'm getting something. Oh yes, we ran a little competition over on Instagram recently, so we have the winner of that to be announced. And we have a little surprise little going on there as well with that winner announcement, which I'm not telling you just yet because, like, well, it's a surprise, so, you know, we don't really want to ruin the surprise. And we'll be announcing the winner of that. Very, very shortly. 
also coming up we have our new segment which i was thinking to myself after thursday what did i want to focus on in the news news in the canine world not the news i got e-news or any of that so i said to myself i wanted to focus on the real life stuff going on i wanted to focus on the really weird messed up absolutely crazy news in the canine world and obviously the good news stories too so we have a lot of good news stories out there and well you know it's it is what it what it is now like the doggy industry does tend to be quite crazy and we have coming up we have actually today we're just going to do the weird and the wonderful we don't really have any real news per se not anything that we didn't cover on Thursday so that's coming up later on but first of all let's get our wheel of names up and our wheel of names it's a great app if you ever running like any sort of a giveaway for anyone listening out there wheel of names is what we use we put all the entries from the competition into our wheel of names so all the handles are people who entered we have over 120 entries on this wheel of names so it's kind of hard to actually even see it but that's the first thing i'm going to do today is give away the four tickets to pups in the park on sunday the first of may and that's the day that we're recording the big back will be on stage uh i have already requested after team for pups in the park will they have a little uh, i don't know a little side little glass there for me on the table with like a bit of Dutch courage in it. Um, I'm not going to be swigging from the bottom of the lads, so like, please don't judge me. But talking in front of a crowd, it will be the first time I've actually done any sort of like, I suppose, public speaking type stuff in front of a crowd. So to me, like, that's going to be, um, that's going to make me like, uh, have a bit of a nervous moment I'll put it politely like that anyway what I'm going to do now is I'm going to spin the wheel and I'm going to tell you who our winner is for our and I have my Instagram open to bring up and see who the doggy is as well belong to whoever wins I really hope the person has a dog and okay because like it's a, it's a dog event so let's start the all uh Oscar music, as I like to call it, the fanfare and awards uh, show effect thingy majiggy. Let's go over this. And the wheel is spinning. And the wheel is still spinning. And the wheel is spinning here more times than Friday over winning streak is won last week. And here's our winner. And our winner for the tickets on Sunday the 1st of May is Jody Mooney 94. So Jody Mooney 94, that's her, that's the handle. And let's get a quick look here on Instagram at that. And okay, so who have we got? We have a lovely little uh, dog here. I'm trying to determine what the doggy's name is here. Uh, so let me just see a lovely beautiful dog here so Jody, her three friends and her dogs are going to be on the way to Pups in the Park on 
first of May, Sunday the first of May. So I still can't find anything there on what the doggy's name is. Uh Jody will pop up your doggy's name after we contact you on Instagram so that the tickets are for you for your doggy and your three friends who you're going to bring with you on the uh Sunday the first of May to Pops in the Park. Congratulations on winning those tickets and we hope to meet you on the day ourselves. Uh we'll be floating around. So you know, it's it's all it's all good. It's all it's all cookie as I say. It's going to be a great day, and we're really looking forward to it. So, congratulations, Jody! And now it's time for the weird and wonderful. Well, even not real, because we had real news during the week. So, the weird and the wonderful. Let's go with that. So, okay, let's start off with the weird. And, you know, I came across this uh, there only yesterday. I like to look up different different things online, particularly on the likes of Reddit. And there is a really weird one that I saw, and I'm trying to find it here. Uh, here we go. So this actually, where I first came across this was on the UK edition of The Mirror. And this is just like that bit crazy. Now, like we know that humans have obsessions, right? And like, a lot of these obsessions are really weird. But have you ever heard of a dog having an obsession with monkey-themed videos? So... This is the story of a German Shepherd called Sasha. And loves to look at YouTube monkey videos. And Sasha will bark up her and her owners until they play the monkey team videos on repeat every evening. It has to be every day. She has to get her monkey fix every day. Now I for one have never heard of anything this bizarre. It's, it's Ah, it is batshit crazy like it's um So her owner took to Reddit and explained how the dog Sasha is obsessed with watching monkey videos on YouTube. She said a few months ago I was watching some adorable monkey videos on YouTube when Sasha, our two-year-old dog, came in and was immediately hooked. She was so engrossed in the videos and sat there wagging her tail the whole time. She even got annoyed when I flipped over to something else. So a few days later, this lady mentioned it to her partner to see if it was the monkeys or just a small animal on screen. So they tested with other animals like squirrels and they found out it was definitely the monkeys. So yeah, this doggy is obsessed with monkeys. So she happily lays down and watches the video and she even tries to lick the phone. She tries to lick the phone screen and she ends up pausing it. So, when that happens, she literally paused, no pun intended there, at her owner to unpause if her, that's very confusing, there's a lot of different pause on it there. Uh, it's an unusual obsession because if she doesn't get her daily like fix of monkeys, 
she gets really irritated and really annoyed. Now look, I know Millie gets annoyed when I don't feed her her dinner. Which is understandable because she's angry. But I've never heard of a dog who gets angry at, like, their monkey video has been turned off. Another owner apparently over on the Reddit thread said that her dog loves to watch TV and loves any videos with bugs. Now that would be, that would frighten the bejesus out of me, any videos with bugs. I, like, you might not think about it, I just, oh, no, no. Like, anything buggy or spidery or anything like that, it's like, no, God, no, I can't. Uh, so, let's see. Um, someone else said it might be because they rec the dog recognises the monkey's humanness. So, that could be, um, that could be it. Uh, so, yeah. Then, let's see, what else have we in the weird? Not really weird, but there is a very good article here, and I might go through it next week. And it is about how dogs sleep and what their sleeping positions will actually tell you. So, yeah, uh, that is quite interesting. Uh, they like to be called up on the sleep on their bellies. That's what Bruno always does, like the back legs and all. Like are actually just thrown completely out of side sleeping. I'm going to go through all that next week in our next show. Uh, gotta save that till then. How about we move on to the wonderful? And sure, look, we all know Viking. Viking is, I suppose, has always been known as Ireland's soccer hero. And Roy, for if you don't know who Viking is, you've been living under a sports rock for the last maybe 20 odd years. Roy is the former Manchester United captain. He is a former. Pretty sure assistant manager or manager of the Republic of Ireland team. Apologies if I'm wrong on that. I don't follow soccer. I find it boring. But what I do love about Roy is he is also the ambassador for the Irish Guide Dogs for the Blind. And this week, to coincide with the launch of Guide Dog Day, which takes place on Friday, May 27th, the Irish Guide Dogs have announce a new fundraising campaign and that is to walk run swim cycle or any sort of sport type thing at all like any sort of activity like that over the month of may they want you to walk 100k for gdd so 100k for the guide dogs and why was on hand in cork his um home his home county to launch the campaign with the guide dogs. He got to some lovely photos on the Irish Examiner here uh, of Roy meeting a little puppy, a puppy guide dog in training. Uh, who did he get to meet? He got to meet a little puppy in training. And let's see, I saw it there somewhere. He also got to meet a retired guide dog called Roy. And there's like oh, there's some beautiful puppies here as well. Uh, the puppy was called Gordon, so Gordon. And if you know anything about like the guide dogs or like say any of the um, what do you call it, support dogs, so emotional support dogs and stuff like this as well. They all each like breed or each litter I should say has like uh, each litter pups has this like 
they all start with the same letter. I believe the names do. So there are some 97 families currently on the charity's assistance dog program waiting list. And fair play to Roy, he always does so much for the guide dogs. Uh, if you want to know more about the uh, 100k for GDD, you can sign up at guidedogs.ie. And well, that is the weird and the wonderful this week. We will have the reel back next week as well. So not jigs and reels or anything, just real news for real dog ones. And next up, we are going to be checking in with, uh, as I said, with Ashley Bugger from Tree Vets. So stay tuned for one moment and we'll be right back. Life is full of delicious moments. Like when a big table of friends feels like a big table of family. Or when the meal you made and shared brings in all the likes on your feed. That's why Carando offers premium meatballs, delicious, savored meatballs made with real Italian flavors to help you savor the big and small moments that make life so good. Carando. Life is delicious. Savor it. For recipes and more, visit carando.com. And okay, joining me on the line now is Ashley Bugler from Treaty Vets here in Limerick. And Ashley is joining me to talk a bit more about what we were talking about earlier on the week, uh, about what happens if a dog gets a hold of the chocolate Easter eggs that you are really saving for yourself. And we all know how bad chocolate is for dogs. So we'd like to get an expert's opinion on this. Uh, Ashley, a big welcome to the Big Bark. Thanks very much, Gary. Delighted to be here. Good, good. Uh, so, Ashley, let's dive right in. And, okay, so obviously we all know how bad chocolate is for dogs. Would you explain a bit to our listeners what it is about chocolate It is so poisonous for dogs? No problem at all. So, yeah, it's just very important to know, like, how bad chocolate is for your little dog. So, the problem with chocolate is, is that it contains two toxic substances. So, the first one is caffeine. So, caffeine is really bad for our pets. And the other one is a chemical called theobromine. And what theobromine does is it kind of can act on the heart. So it can, in bad enough cases, it can cause a heart attack. So it's very important that our dogs and even our cats don't get into our chocolate. So the main thing is dogs are very curious and they have an amazing sense of smell. So they're much more likely to get into the chocolate than cats. It's way more common for dogs to ingest chocolate than it is for cats. The other thing that we need to remember is you can't be sure with the chocolate what you know, how much theobromine and how much caffeine is in the chocolate. So we kind of know that dark chocolate contains a lot of it, but we can't forget about baking chocolate. So, for example, baking chocolate can contain seven times more theobromine than milk chocolate. So things like trays of brownies, chocolate cakes, things like that, we need to be really careful about that. You know, I've had all the cases, so doggies knocking freshly baked brownies off the counter and tucking into a full tray of brownies that can be fatal you know things like that so the important thing to remember is as soon as you think your dog has eaten chocolate is to phone your vet really really important if we get them down you know asap we can we can what's called induce emesis which means we can make them sick and bring the chocolate back up if we can do that you know as soon as possible often that can be enough you know we just bring the chocolate back up and that's the end of the story the, the, the trouble starts when, you know, for example, I had a little doggy a couple of years ago who ate chocolate while the owner was out of the house and they got home to find the wrappers a few hours later. 
chocolate is, is absorbed very quickly from the small intestinal tract. Within an hour, it can be starting to get absorbed. And then within a couple of hours, you can start seeing things like vomiting, diarrhea, lethargy, panting. And then it can act on the nervous system and cause neurological signs. So you can start seeing things like anxiousness, restlessness, pacing, and then eventually seizures. And then, you know, down the line, you know, a heart attack and possibly, you know, your doggy passing away. So really, really important to be watching out for that. And you mentioned there, actually, just the ones probably that people don't think about, especially this time of year, are the likes of the, the baked products. Like yeah. that, that's very interesting because most of the focus for a lot of people will be keeping the Easter eggs away for dogs. But like as I said, it's very important to keep all East, all like all chocolate products away. Absolutely, absolutely. Even things like hot chocolate, like cacao powder, cacao butter, and even I've had one case of um, a very uh, keen gardener who was using cacao bean mulch in their garden as a fertilizer, and their dog got into that and got very, very unwell. So it, it's the cacao bean that contains the caffeine and the theobromine. So anything that could contain cacao or chocolate, we really need to be very careful there. Um, and yes, baking baking products are the big danger because chocolate cake is so, as we know, is so tasty, and dog love it and they'll knock a full cake off the counter and it'll be gone in seconds like a big dog will get through even a little dog will get through a full chocolate cake in a matter of minutes and, and that could lead to you know and not alone obviously we've got all the toxic signs but you know ingesting something like that a dog will get pancreatitis gastroenteritis they'll be really really ill you know yeah absolutely and actually i suppose like obviously this time of year as well there's a lot of i suppose roast dinners and all going on on easter sunday I know there's other foods there that will be on the dinner table that are quite bad for for dogs as well. Specifically at this time of year and the likes of Christmas and all, like what are the main foods on the dinner table to watch out for? Absolutely. So the first thing is, you know, human food is not great for dogs, especially nowadays. Most of our dogs are on brilliant diets, really good, nutritionally balanced, dry foods, things like that. And they're, they're doing great on those diets. But then around this time of year, we do like to give our dogs a little bit of turkey or a bit of chicken or lamb or whatever we're having ourselves. But that can cause really bad pancreatitis. So any kind of fatty meats can be really hard on your little dog's constitution, you know, really sets off. We see so much pancreatitis this time of year and Christmas time. So and it, so even just normal food that they're not toxic, but they can cause pancreatitis, gastroenteritis. You'll be seeing vomiting and diarrhea. And it's really painful, you know, they, they'll really be off form. Then the other things to think of that actually are toxins, so things like raisins, so they can cause kidney damage. So things like your hot cross buns, your boiled fruit cakes, that kind of thing, you know, any kind of thing that contains dried fruit, I'd be avoiding that. Macadamia nuts are really dangerous. They can cause a kind of seizures, muscle tremors, shaking. Any kind of artificial sweeteners, particularly xylitol, they can cause, you know, seizures and liver failures. So kind of any baked products, they can contain those or different medications can contain those. Um, onions and garlic can be really serious. They can cause anemia. Um, other things like even just like uncooked bread dough that can expand in the stomach and can you know cause a blockage. And then, you know, obviously then the usual things like chicken bones and, and bits of bone and that kind of thing that would cause blockages as well. So around this time of year, if your little dog starts having vomiting or diarrhea, just give us a ring straight away. That's brilliant, Ashley. Ashley Bugler from Treaty Vets. Thanks so much for joining us on The Big Bear today. No problem at all. Delighted to talk to you. Thanks again. All right, and a big thanks to Ashley there. And that nearly more or less wraps up our show for today. But before we go... 
you may recall at the top of the show when I was talking all about the old competition on Instagram and I was doing my old bit of daily waffling on which I, I like you know me I often waffle and sure that's just the way I am and I don't love the sound of my own voice but sure you never know there could be a lot of listeners out there who find my voice quite soothing or maybe something that helps to put their dogs to sleep because they're so fucking boring but Let's do the waffle, and let's get to the point. I mentioned at the start of the hour that I had a surprise. And, I don't know, do I want to tell what that surprise is? I suppose I do. Well, as you know, Jody Mooney, 94, the handle over on Instagram, that won our good old prize for the Sunday tickets. So, fair play, Jody. But... What's interesting is, and this is something that I had not announced because I only got clarification for this on Friday evening. So, when we got the tickets for the Sunday from Pops in the Park to give away, Pops in the Park also gave me tickets for the Saturday and Sunday for obviously for the big back team to attend, which would be would be normal. Uh, because we are recording the, on the Sunday ourselves. Now, I can't go on the Saturday. So that leaves me with the question of what to do with those tickets. And I was thinking about all that. I was like, sure, there's no point in the tickets going to waste. So what I have decided to do instead is to do a second draw. And uh, now a set of four tickets for the Saturday uh, which is 30th of April and I am going to give those away right now I'm going to pick a second name from the wheeler names right now so on that note let's queue up our wheeler names and let's get our we have all our entries in so let's get our music rolling here, and here we go. And the wheel is spinning. And once again, it's still spinning. Jeez, Brody has given us a good old spin here. Ah, uh, winning streak, you've just got none on you. I hope it lands under half a million now, lads. And okay, here's our winner. And now I have half a million, but the winner of the four tickets for Saturday, the 30th of April, is Miriam Cronin. So that is that handle that I have here, Miriam Cronin. You are the winner of four tickets for Pops in the Park on Saturday, 30th of April. So Miriam, I really hope you enjoy those tickets. Uh, let's see if we can do an all uh, gawk on Instagram there. And Miriam has a doggy too. And her doggy is, uh, let me just have a look there. Her doggy is in her profile picture. Uh, so she her dog is a French bulldog and I think Jody's doggy looks like let me just see Jody's doggy looks like a some sort of a spaniel I would think I'm not 100% sure um, because well I can't always get a match but I don't know what the dog is called but I will announce that on Instagram regardless anyway. Uh, 
Ah, okay. Jordan Stark is called Penny. There we go. That's what it is. Found out in the fall picture now. And let's see what Marion Stark is called. So, let's see. Still cannot see anything here. Actually, I think Marion could have two dogs there. Uh, at least two dogs. Um, yeah, maybe. I'm not 100% sure. But look, uh, Miriam Cronin, the winner of our Saturday tickets. Jody Mooney, 94, winner of our Sunday tickets. I will be in touch with both of you very shortly to give you your tickets via email because everything now is virtual and there's no such thing as actually send your tickets to houses anymore and things because like all the QR codes technology is a great thing well I think I've talked enough for this Easter and next and Halloween and Christmas and everything as well big thanks again to Ashley Bugler from Tree Vets for joining us uh, to talk all about why chocolate is very bad for your dogs and all the other things to watch out for this Easter. Thanks to both John in Vets and to Ashley as well for doing that on such short notice today and really really good of them to do that uh, happy Easter to all the team at Vets. so and like thanks again to, their, to them and their team for their continued support and they've been always great and John uh, I can't recommend John highly enough or the team outside there uh, John and his team have been looking after Bruno Millie for like oh, well Bruno since he was a pop and has been I'd say has been looking after Millie for pretty much the same as well they did wonders with Millie uh, a number of years ago Millie had very bad pyometria and if you don't know what that is it's in a, a very serious infection in the room and Millie was under the care of John and the team for about two weeks she was with them and I can't thank them enough for like they saved her life and she's still with us today so I will always have huge gratitude in like in my heart and I'll always have huge gratitude for the team at Treaky Vets because of the work that they do not just for my own dogs but for animals right across the Limerick and Shannon regions because they have the place in Shannon as well if you're ever looking for a vet around the Midwest region I highly recommend them uh, I normally wouldn't recommend individual practices but look speaking from personal experience I can say that I would highly recommend them and to anyone asking and if you me to say that no or not that is just my own personal uh, opinion because they have done so much for my dogs over the years and my previous dog Coco was with them as well so they've done so so much for my dog my own dogs and they've done so much my father has been uh, with John for over the years like many a dog he had before so overall yeah uh, that is the end of the show uh, so you want to follow us, you know what to follow us by now. You should know what to follow us by now. Uh, Instagram and Facebook, The Big Bad Podcast is our handle. Uh, on Twitter, it's just Big Bad Podcast because apparently there was too long. So just Big Bad Podcast home on Twitter. I don't really use Twitter that much. Instagram is the best place to get in contact if you want to. 
we have our website where all previous episodes can be listened to and that is thebigbark.ie we have our Spotify we are on iTunes we are on Patreon so find us on any of those just look up the Big Bark Podcast and you'll find us there and well if you want to support us by the way you can over on Patreon we're getting our plans finally ready there so have a look at that we're not on the tactic. We're not going to be on the tactic because I always mess up that word. I think it's backwards. I'm not really sure. Um, but like, I don't plan on being on it because it's so bloody confusing. It is so confusing. And I can't use it. Can't use the thing at all. And I am brilliant with technology. But it's just so frustrating and confusing that I have just decided I'm not going to be one of the people who jumps on board the next bandwagon. Although... We'll see, we'll see. Anyway, that's our show for today. Thank you once again to the team at Treaty Vet for coming on the show on such short notice. And thanks to everybody who has listened in today. To our winners, Jodie and Miriam, congratulations. I'll be in touch with both of you after the show to arrange your ticket delivery. And, well, from all of us here, guys, Happy Easter, and we'll see you next week. The Big Bark, listen up dog owners, it's for you, all you canine lovers. It's your favorite podcast, The Big Bark, with your host, Dara Burke, and canine co-hosts, Bruno and Millie. The Big Bark. Amazon business owners, Jill Lau, Chief Procurement Officer of Global Network Bank. Last week, Jill saved big and used Amazon business to help her team buy 327 headsets. Now Bob can keep his conversations to himself. Wait, am I still on speakerphone? With business buying easier than before, Jill now uses her extra time to focus on growing something big. Buy smarter, dream bigger. Visit Amazon Business, your partner for smart business buying. Thank you. Hang it up, Bob.